0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. Today, going to be talking about a little work, if you will, a lot of work, maybe from um, David Snarch back in 2009. He's been a huge pioneer, uh, research, uh, individual therapist as well. Um, and he wrote the book 2000, in 2009, I believe, maybe a little bit before that, and um, called the sexual crucible. And a lot of people have heard of it. Maybe a lot of people have not. So I'm going to be taking a lot of, a little bit of foundations and putting a twist on it and how I work with couples to help them get more centered on themselves and also their relationships. Okay. And I talk about self-love and self-respect a lot. And a lot of it, I tie into this or I sort of ebb and flow With his uh, philosophies as well. So don't go anywhere. I'm here to help you have the relationship you crave. Don't go anywhere. Like I said, you'll be able to join the live chat down below as well. Be right back. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. I'm your host, as always, Greg Dazinski, fully licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist, and been doing this for a long time, over two decades. And thank you from the bottom of my heart, people. Um, I posted on Facebook. Um, I reached one million views of the Art of Relationship show, my videos and stuff on YouTube. One million. I'm like, holy crap, no way. Now I just have to turn that into money, right? <laughs> my main focus is to help people. Um, definitely is my passion to try to help people heal broken hearts and heal their relationships if possible, and also heal themselves and have a greater sense of self within them, which leads to today's episode, okay, is um, four points of balance. And that is deemed the term from David uh, Snarch, like I said in the preview, uh, wrote The Sexual Crucible back in 2008, 2009-ish, and talk about this. And I I mentioned about people, about having self-love and self-respect, you know, what it comes down to when um, you sell out the essence of who you are. Like I said, one person wants a baby, the other one doesn't. And I talk about um, a lot of therapists try to get you to compromise on everything. And I'm going to tell you, Hell no, you can't compromise and everything. The essence of who you are, if you do, you will be miserable, okay? It's just a matter of time where that resentment is going to build and you are going to resent yourself and then your partner or you are going to resent your partner first and then yourself. It's just a matter of time. I can almost guarantee it. It's going to come back and the relationship is going to feel dead and that resentment is going to build because you're not happy. Like I said, a lot of things you compromise, but if a therapist, counselor, you know, you're talking to wants you to compromise on everything, they have no clue, number one, what they're talking about. If there's a vast difference in your life philosophies or in the essence of who you are. And I gave one example, one wants a baby or a kid. The other one doesn't one wants sex six times a week. And you've heard me say this. And the other one wants it five, six, once every five or six months. How do you compromise on something like that? And you're both going to feel like you're doing something you really don't want to do. That is totally not you. And when you sell out yourself, I can speak for me personally, when I sell out myself, what's important to me, man, it is one of the worst feelings ever because it's like you're betraying yourself. You're betraying the essence of who you are. And I'm not talking about selfish. Hey, Christopher, what's going on? Um, He wrote, I would point out that sometimes the things we want aren't possible Due to financial issues, both in and out of the relationship. Christopher, absolutely. And I'm not talking about the essence of who you are. I'm not, you know, financial. I'm talking about, you know, what is important to us. And you're right. You know, one wants a baby or a kid. The other one doesn't. And the other one can't because of health issues or because of age um, infertility challenges, right? Does that mean can you live to be without a kid? And again, it's very subjective. And it's very subjective. Some people can, but a lot of people won't. And that resentment will be built and built. And we get into a situation to where one person tries to guilt trip the other one into staying maybe in a toxic, unhealthy relationship, or being able to um, you know, they what's very important to them, it could be religious, it could be politics, don't even get me going there. And it could be, you know, sex or whatever. It's like one person that really is not into sex, doesn't enjoy it, is trying to guilt trip the other one. Oh, that's all you think about is sex. That's all you want is sex. You get me? Or one person that wants sex often is trying to, oh, you're approved. You're you don't like sex. I'm not turned on. You're not turned on by me. What's wrong with you? You don't like sex, right? There's got to be something. Wrong. And that guilt trip and that manipulation is going to make that relationship um tiresome. It's going to make it um you know what? It's going to make it very, very difficult. So going on to the four points of balance, and I'll throw my twist in with uh, David Snart's, like I said, the sexual crucible. And number one, he talks about having a solid, flexible self, which means the ability to be clear on who you are, You know what you're all about, what you stand for. Like I said, the essence of who you are, especially when your partner wants you to adapt and conform to what that partner wants. And a great example I just gave was the sex um, discrepancies. One wants a kid, the other one doesn't. One loves to travel, and the other one is very introverted, a homebody. And maybe it'll work for them if they're okay with the other one traveling okay, often maybe with friends, a family member, but the other one stays home all the time or most often. Are they okay with that? And some couples are, again, I don't decide that nobody else should, you need to deem that. So when it comes to that solid, of flexible self, are you able to hold on to yourself and make sure you're not manipulating guilt trip into something that is crucial to you? But you know what? It's opposite of what your partner wants. And it's very, very difficult. I hear a lot of people over the years, um, I'll do whatever it takes to make her happy. I'll do whatever it takes, Greg, to make him happy. And I'm like, what if you do that and you're miserable? You know, I, I a lot of people, you know, the, the human giver syndrome, um, according to Emily Nagoski, right? Uh, I call it, you know, the people, let's face it, people pleaser, right? Doormat. I use that term a lot. Where a lot of people do that, and then after a while, it could be years, right? They're like they feel empty, they feel numb because they're not getting their needs met, and they forsake themselves. So that's when it comes down to about the, you know, the solid, flexible self that David Snarts talks about. I'm huge at holding on to our self and our identity. That doesn't mean we're not flexible. That doesn't mean we can't compromise, not at all. But it's about the crucial element of how you want to live your life. And you're trying to, let's face it, you're trying to pull teeth or tug. You know, I'm trying to pull a rope here. (laughs) Get that person to do something that is totally not about them. Um, You know, you have some people that their main concept, they want to be married within two years. And the other one is like, you know, what's the rush? And, you know, you feel like I'm pressuring you. It's trying to get someone to do something they really might not want to. That doesn't mean they don't love you, but you have to look at, and that's where decision making comes into place. And it's not easy, people. And I tell people, <clears throat> my job is to help people hopefully get more connected than they ever have been on, you know, the physical elements, the emotional, mental elements or actually help couples realize that maybe Together, they just don't jive in their battling this. And that's what I'm talking about. You're trying to get someone to be someone they're not. And about, um, you know, potential. And I've done an episode on that about how many people, oh, my partner, he or she, man, I thought they had so much potential. This is what I'm talking about. But they don't want that same potential. So second on the list, okay, is a quiet mind and calm heart. This is difficult for a lot of people, okay? Being able to calm yourself down, soothe your own hurts, and regulate your own anxieties, right? How many people have been in a fight? You've heard me say this a lot of times, you know, quiet mind, calm heart. It's not always easy. This is where I go to about my questions of care and concern about getting, if someone's yelling at you, your partner's upset, mad, you pissed them off, you hurt their feelings. How many of you are able to maintain calmness, right, In the soothe yourself and look at, hey, I want to know what's going on with you. Why are you mad? But that doesn't mean you get to yell and scream at me. You get me? You're able to have, you know, the self-soothe. You're able to calm down and go after the situation. This takes a lot of practice, right? And I'm not talking, you just found out your partner cheated on you. Okay, Greg said to maintain, be calm and smooth and self-soothe. It's not going to be that easy, okay? It's nearly impossible. When you can, like I said, you're going to blow up. You're going to be hurt. You're going to maybe yell and scream and, oh, my God, I can't believe you, right? That's part of being human nature, and it's hard to do that 100% of the time. We can't. We're all human. But a lot of times, can you have that quiet mind, that calm heart, and to be able to go after the situation and find out not only what's going on with your partner why they're mad why they're distant why they're hurt those type of situations but also are you able to do that within yourself and express it in a way hey i feel hurt i feel not loved i don't i didn't feel respected i thought that was rude for You know, rude what you did in front of everybody to, you know, make fun of me in front of people. I don't appreciate that. Instead of, oh my God, you, you get me? So it sounds easy, but it's different. And what can you do to practice having that quiet mind and calm heart to be able to self soothe in those situations that you feel hurt, that you feel upset, pissed off? Okay. And, Another thing is about grounding, um, responding, grounded, responding. There we go. Sorry. Number three on the four, uh, four balances, um, points of balance, according to David Smart, Snarch, sorry, um, is grounded, responding. This is the ability to stay calm and not overreact rather than creating distance or running away when your partner gets anxious or upset. And this is part of, I say, number two, number three, sort of go hand in hand with the this, the grounded responding and the quiet, mind, calm heart. Because a lot of people, when they get yelled at, what happens, right? You either want to yell back and it blows up or I'm getting yelled at, I'm in trouble and you want to run the hell away. You want to run and hide. You want to get away from that because it creates a lot of discomfort within you. You feel like you're being berated, maybe. Criticize. Maybe some people can't own their own shit. And I've talked about this a lot. Grounded responding is huge when it comes to owning your own what you did wrong. Maybe what you did to cause your partner pain, disrespect, or feelings of anger and hurt. Again, it's not a right or wrong, people. It's about being able to, instead of running away and avoiding conflict, and this is very difficult. You hear people, you know, the psychobabble, psychological term is conflict avoidant, right? They're going to do everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. But there's nothing done. There's no changes. And then it's a rinse and repeat. This is part of being able to hold your ground and say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I did do this. I don't want you to feel this way. I'm apologizing. But again, like that, you know, calm heart and quiet mind, that doesn't mean you get to berate me. And rip me apart. I want to do this. I want to own the own this stuff. And this is where I try to get people and couples reality. Try to own what they do. And a lot of people won't own that. What happens in this situation. If they don't run. Right. Run because they're feeling anxious. Or their partner's anxious and upset. They run and hide because they don't know how to handle it. Or it makes them upset. I get it. I understand that. But what happens is. Right. I'm anxious. I don't know what to do. But this is where you can stand your ground and talk about it and not run and hide and say, hey, even an example would be, you know what? Please give me a minute. I don't want to argue. I don't want to. Let me gather my thoughts. Give me a minute or two, please. And then you can calm down, right? Grounded, responding. You can calm down. And then in a couple minutes, then you can come back. That doesn't mean give me a couple minutes. And I'm never going to talk about it again. I just need, because of the anxiety that's creating inside of me, I'm telling you, I want a couple minutes to calm down. But in reality is you want to avoid conflict. You want to avoid confrontation. You want to avoid the issues going on. And your partner is going to feel disrespected, not important what they feel or what they have to say. And that's going to create a lot of issues for people in a relationship. Let's be honest, okay? Um, I see it. I witness it on a daily basis. So going after that with the grounded responding, looking at the avenues to where what can I do to not want to run away? What can I do to sort of face conflict or face challenges in a relationship or issues in the relationship instead of running away from them? You know what? When you take, hey, give me a minute or two, which is great. Let me calm down, please. I I don't want to argue. I definitely want to address what you're feeling, what's going on. But then you have to take one or two minutes and come back and be able to engage your partner. And that one or two minutes doesn't turn into one day, two days, three days a week and avoiding it because it's going to be a rinse and repeat. And the further shit is going to hit the fan in that relationship. And I don't want that for people. Okay. Number four of the four points of balance is meaningful endurance. And you're like, meaningful endurance? Running a marathon? I'm like, why would you run a marathon? <laughs> well, a relationship might be a marathon, right? Instead of a sprint. And a lot of people fall in love fast, which is fine. That's great. But what do you do to maintain that? What do you do to have meaningful endurance in a relationship? And according to David Snarch, is being able to step up and face the issues that bedevil you, his term, not mine, bedevil you in your relationship an ability to tolerate discomfort for the sake of growth. And this, you've heard me mention this on numerous episodes, people, the meaningful endurance about, you know, being able to grow, to evolve, to expand. We're a lot of people, right? We're comfortable. And we go through this Hey, Heidi, I appreciate you joining in like uh, Christopher as well. And this is part of where a lot of people are afraid to come out of their comfort zone. Maybe they really want to be less introverted, not that they should be, but they want to. And they're socially shy or maybe a little awkward. So instead of working on that, coming out of that comfort zone, they stay in it. This is meaningful endurance in a relationship. Is what can we do to keep the relationship going, building, evolving, and growing, even if it is uncomfortable for me? Hey, I want to try this new, you know, sexual, whatever it is, position, okay, or sexual act, but I'm scared to bring it up because it's going to create anxiety in me and it's going to create this instead of growing and evolving and maybe finding out if you like it or you don't like it. Or some people are afraid, like I mentioned earlier about the grounded responding, they're afraid of any type of conflict or making their partner upset or maybe hurt their feelings. Not that it's intentional, but this is part of, hey, you know what? If there's an issue, I'm going to bring it up. How many times I can tell you over the years that how many people have been holding on to stuff for five years, 10 years, 20 years, this is what I'm talking about because they're afraid of the discomfort that might come about. They're afraid to grow. They're afraid to evolve. I get it because of fears, insecurities, the consequences of what if, what if it's a good thing, right? Not always a negative or bad thing. So when there's growth, when people work out or exercise and I got to get my butt back to the gym, you know, that no pain, no gain type of situation, but when you work out, you might get a little sore, a little stiff, right? Because you're not used to it. You're building the muscles or your breathing capacity, right? It's not easy. Uh, it's looking at, or some people maybe discomfort when they want to, maybe they're eating too much or eating too much of their junk food and they want to lose a little weight or get, you know, healthier eating habits. That discomfort of going without that food or those portions, right? It's not easy and it can That discomfort it creates. So, this is part of the ability to tolerate that discomfort, not like it. There's a difference between liking stuff and tolerating and being okay with it. Okay. And this is part of fighting those challenges about maybe self expression, about, you know, being able to talk about what you feel, what hurts you, what bothers you. And also, there's a lot of people, they don't like to bring about what they like sexually, what they, you know, don't like sexually because they're afraid to rock the boat. They don't want to cause problems or they feel like they're being selfish. And that feeling of being selfish is so discomforting to them versus that self-love and self-respect. OK, so, hey, Heidi, you mentioned just had this discussion with a friend and stressed that exact point. Take a few moments alone and come back to it before you do or say something regretful. Heidi. Absolutely. It's not always easy in the heat of the moment. And some people want to get away from it. Like I said, they want to get away from that discomfort or, you know, that conflict or issue because it's so uncomfortable to them to face stuff that they get away, make it, I got to go to the bathroom or, oh my God, I got an emergency. I got to go. And they're lying because it's so uncomfortable for them instead of self-soothing. And being able to stand there and say, hey, you know what? I want to learn about this. I want to grow as a person. It's not easy, but that's where I promote um, the growth and that experience to evolve in people. So, again, four points of balance. And please rewatch this, okay? And our solid, flexible self. Number two, quiet mind, calm heart. Number three is grounded, responding. And number four, we just talked about, or I did, is meaningful endurance, right? Being able to go through that discomfort and to grow and evolve to become a better person, to have a better relationship, whatever that means to you, okay? So make sure you check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. Check me out, social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook under Love Guru Greg. And the audio version is all over the place on every listening platform uh, under the Art of Relationship Show. And a huge namaste. Thank you so much to everybody um, that I a couple days ago I reached a, a million views on YouTube of the Art of Relationship Show. Uh, I'm, oh, my God. I'm very humbled, very, very flattered. And I mean that from man, right here my heart and soul. Thank you so much. Okay. Peace and love to everybody. And please show my videos, sh- tell your friends, family, people going through challenges. That's my passion and trying to help people, you know, heal from those traumas to heartaches and to be more connected with your partner and be more connected with yourself. Okay. Peace and love everybody. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.